0: This is writing Stupid. excuses. This is (laughs) writing stupidity. (laughs) Um, Well, episode 17
1: This Sucks and I'm a Horrible Writer.
0: Uh, How difficult did that
2: turn out to be?
1: (laughs) 15 minutes long because you're in a hurry. And we're apparently all high.
2: (laughs) I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. Hi, I'm Howard. You want to start this one, Dan? Go for it. Okay, this comes from a story uh, for, that, I, that I read on Neil Gaiman's website when he was talking about the writing of Nancy Boys, and he'd gotten about three-quarters of the way through it, and he realized how horrible it was. And so he, he, he called up his editor on the phone and he said, You know, I, I'm going along with this book, but really it's no good, and no one's ever gonna want to read it, and it's really bad, and the characters are all stupid, and the ending I have planned is horrible, and it just sucks. And the editor laughed out loud and said, Neil, do you realize you do this every single book? You call me three-quarters of the way through and tell me how bad it is, and then I tell you to get back on track, and then you finish it, and everyone loves it. And he said, oh. And then he finished his book, and and it's one of my favorites. Yeah.
0: There are very few writers out there, I think, who don't go through periods where they just think their writing sucks. And... Um, I want to do this podcast on deciding when it really sucks and when it doesn't, and how to make the (laughs) distinction. Part of what made me want to do this is, last podcast we mentioned there are two types of writer's block. There's the, you sit down, and there's a blank page. You don't know what to do. We covered that. Now I want to cover the, I'm writing along, and I think this is absolutely dreadful. How do you overcome that? Any ideas? What do you guys got?
1: I like the quote from uh, our friend Ken Rand, who says—he's got this as a sig on the end of all of his emails. Uh, anybody can say you can't write. Don't let anybody say you don't. Mm. Um, I honestly, I don't think it matters if what you're writing sucks, until you let that stop you from writing. Okay. If you you can't let that stop you. For me, the big trap is looking back at what you've written and saying, "Oh, oh gosh, this is awful." and giving up. Okay. Mm-hmm. We definitely don't want
0: that to happen. No. That's I mean hands down, but I do want to say there are times in my professional career where I thought this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, and I've stopped and I've realized something really was wrong Something's with one of broken. the characters, something was broken and I the reason I was getting the writer's block was because I was continuing to try to push through and make this character continue to work when they weren't working and I needed to start at the beginning and rewrite that character up to the point. There are other times where I've thought this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, and it didn't, and I was just in a bad mood, or it just wasn't mm-hmm. working. How do you tell the difference? Writing group. Yeah, writing group's a good one. I'll writing say I'll, I'll give a thumbs one. up to that as
2: well. Um, any, any other ideas? One of, one of the things that I've done, and, and I can use a distinct example from the book I'm writing right now, is I started chapter four. And I got about three or four pages into it, and I just said, this is horrible. This is dreadful. I can't go on like this. I need to go back to my plan and, and figure out what this chapter should be about, because it should so not be about this. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped, and I looked at it, and I said, well, maybe, yes, it does suck, but I'm going to leave it for now uh-huh. and just move on. Fix it and post. And I'll come back and fix it later. And, and coming back to it later, I realized it wasn't nearly as bad as I yeah, thought it was.
0: Yeah, and that happens quite a bit with me. Um, in fact, one of my big things I'll tell people when they, they're feeling this writer's block is go ahead and keep writing, because if it sucks, you can throw it away tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The, you haven't wasted anything. I mean, you've, maybe you've wasted a little bit
1: of time, but you haven't really wasted you it because have you've worked a million through. bad— Yeah. A million practice words in you. I was right. going to say a million bad words. I hope you mm-hmm. don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know some people that have a million bad uh, words in them. Um, George Carlin probably has a million bad words in him, mm. but— uh, uh, anyway, the you, you've got a million practice words in you, mm-hmm. um, writing that chapter that you end up throwing away counts yeah. as getting rid of those practice words. Mm-hmm. That is something that will build you into a better writer. For me, when I'm stuck in that way, I'm looking and saying, oh, this sucks, this is awful, but I, I still have two hours left of writing time, I don't want to waste this time going back and trying to fix what's broken. I change perspectives, mm-hmm. um, right, I, right I write write a from a section. different perspective. Yeah. Write a new section, mm-hmm. write a new bit of dialogue. Yeah. Sometimes the bit that's got me blocked is that I'm not yet writing to the point in the story that I really want to write about. Yeah. So I will skip to that point in the story and write right, that. And no, often that. I do that and I can see, oh, well for that to happen, this last scene I was working on has to have a giraffe. And so how often,
2: how often does that happen? Oh man, to every time I write. Yeah, that's a very good point to bring up. Is I think a, a common mistake early on for writers is to assume they have to write in chronological order. <laughs> you don't. You can write the chapters in any order you want. You can write the scenes in any order you want. And if writing the ending first and then the middle and then the third part and then the first part is that's what works for you. Can of Do worms. It in that order.
1: Can of worms. Retrofitted foreshadowing.
0: Okay. Yes.
2: <laughs> right, Connie. Um, Oh, not retconning. Retrofitted
0: foreshadowing. Um, I do want to say, just in contrast to that, I do write chronologically. I have to write chronologically. I've tried the other way, and I can't build a character's personality correctly unless I'm writing chronologically. But I think the most important point to remember here is—and it's one I bring out often—every writer is different. Mm -hmm. Every writer has—you have to try different things and see what works for you. I think the way to be able to tell if this is writing I need to throw away, or if this is just I need to keep writing, is to practice a whole lot to you get to the point that you can understand that about yourself. Mm-hmm. And what that should be telling you is, if you're an aspiring writer and you haven't finished several books already, then I don't know that you can tell. And you can't so my make advice to you yeah. is to just keep writing. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes I tell my, my, my students and, and people when I talk about writing, there are two groups of writers who never write finish any or never get published. Okay, two extremes. One extreme is the person who sits down and writes chapter one, and then looks at that and says, that was crap, but I can do better. And the next day, writes another chapter one, and then <laughs> writes another chapter one, and then writes another chapter one. Um, that's one extreme. The other extreme is the writer who says, yes, this is awesome, and just writes and writes and writes straight through, and then gets to the end of the book and says, ah, that book was terrible. And then starts a new book instead of revising. In other words, there's the one person who revises forever, and then there's the person who never revises. Mm-hmm. I'm a person early in my career who never revised. Um, I, I didn't want to revise books. I always thought I had to get it right on the first shot. And so if it tur- the book turned out even vaguely not so good, I would start a new book. And that's part of why i wrote 13 books before i got published <laughs> but you what know type what are
1: you guys that's that i would prefer to be the second type of yeah. writer because the second type of writer has actually finished a story right mm-hmm. but this, neither one of them is going to get published neither one of them is going to yeah. get published but the second writer has written 10 or 12 or 13 complete stories yeah. and can learn then to pick up an old thing and right. say What was wrong with this?
0: And that's what I had to learn. Figure it out. Once I learned to do that, and I
1: um, I started putting things through drafts, I I I picked up really fast. I hit the ground running really fast. The the thousand chapter ones writer, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to help that person because until they've written chapter two and chapter five and chapter ten, they have no idea what a story structure looks like beyond
2: chapter one chapter three Mm -hmm. we had a guy in our first writing group dan in my first writing group who we nicknamed him the eternal rewrite and he literally did submit chapter one of the same story like every 12 times 12 15 times and and you know what
0: great they were good they got progressively better i mean he was a he is a good writer but he never got beyond those first few chapters is he listening to this podcast i i I hope sure. so, because all of our
2: friends listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay, let's pause here for an advertisement. Tour Book of the Week this week is Escapement by Jay Lake. Return to the clockwork magic of Jay Lake's storytelling in his novel Escapement, set in the same world as his first novel, Mainspring, which Greg Bear called a dark, wild mix of machine and magic. Escapement by Jay Lake, new and hardcover from Tor. Okay,
2: um, we're back. Uh, Dan, what type of writer are you? Are you more am, of a one drafter or more of a multi drafter? I'm I'm definitely in the teaching myself to be in the second draft. I uh, went through high school and college never writing multiple drafts of, of okay. any paper that I ever did, mm-hmm. and so when I started writing novels, I did the same thing. And it wasn't until having written four books that I went back to my second one and said, you know, I really like this one, but it had some problems. Maybe I can Mm -hmm. fix them. And then that opened a whole new world to me of, oh, if I fix this. In fact, that's how I learned that writing out of chronological order can be helpful for me personally, because I realized once I knew this ending that I could change these earlier scenes and make that ending work better. And I thought, wow, it just, Mm -hmm. vistas opened up. I am
1: a trapeze artist with no net. Okay. Uh, when I first, started, <laughs> sorry, when I first right. started cartooning, when I first started cartooning, I knew how important being able to come back to a script was. And so I would have three weeks of scripts written, mm-hmm. and the, the, the script that I'm drawing, that I'm illustrating today, has been written for three weeks. And I would have looked at it and revised it and tweaked wordings a few times. Um, the stuff that I just wrote that day... I'm going to look at, I'm going to let bake for a while before I get around to putting a picture on it. Um, The reasoning behind this is obvious. (laughs) Once I've added the pictures, it becomes really (laughs) expensive to go back and rewrite. I just Mm -hmm. can't afford to do that. Nowadays, I've gotten better, enough better at uh, my first passes that I will sit down on a Monday morning and knock down a week's worth of scripts, read them, check them with Sandra, you know, cock my head at them sideways, haul them off to Dragon's Keep, pencil them, and by Tuesday they are inked and committed, and very rarely will I anything? go back and change something. Okay. I have had times at Dragon's Keep, matter of fact, once was just mm-hmm. this last week, where I had a script written and laid out and already penciled. All the mm-hmm. pencils were on it, and it was kind of complicated, and I had it sitting up on the table, and my buddy RJ came and looked at it and cocked his head to the side... And I thought I'd told a pretty good, you know, the, the lieutenant gets vaporized joke. Um, and R.J. just didn't get it. And I mm-hmm. said, oh, yeah, the, the art's a little confusing, but that, that's what's going on. And he, he still, it wasn't working for him. And I, and I thought to myself, you know, I, I don't want to give R.J. credit for this right now, but he has identified <laughs> a real problem with that script, and I'm going to have to skip it
0: mm-hmm. and
1: go back and fix it. Makes and sense. I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's get back
0: to advice for the new writer. Um, how, what advice can we think of anything to give this person who's only writing the first the first chapter over and over again? What do you say to this writer? Because honestly, I see a lot more writers in that category who aren't, who aren't making it. The writers in the second category often seem to figure out they have to rewrite
1: on their own. The writers in the first category— I'm going to throw down yeah. the gauntlet. OK. Ooh. Until you write chapter two, you are not qualified to fix chapter one. Yeah. Ooh, burn. Wow. What did,
2: Dan? Any suggestions? Um, I, I read once an essay by uh, Ray Bradbury where he talked about the three rules of writing and the th- mm-hmm. first two were so pithy that I honestly can't remember what the third one is. <laughs> but the first one was write. Uh-huh. Good. And the second was stop writing. Okay. You have to be able to sit down at the chair and put your hands on the keyboard and write, but a very important, equally important possibly, mm-hmm. skill is to give it up and say, okay, I'm done with it. I have to move on.
0: Yeah. I, I see a lot of these um, these writers. They it is excruciatingly painful to them that there are errors in that that piece of writing, and they can't just sit there and let it not be fixed. My response to you is, you've got to turn that off. Here's you've challenge number two. You got to learn to turn that off. Here's
1: challenge number mm-hmm. two. This is this is a hard and fast yeah. tool that you can use. Mm-hmm. Don't take your hands off the keyboard. Yeah. Okay. That means if you are rereading the pe- previous paragraph. Yeah. You are not allowed to mouse up and fix something. Yeah. Um, And don't use the cursor keys either to go up there and get (laughs) it. Keep going. Just keep writing. We gave the advice last week that,
0: you know, if you have writer's block to write yourself in by rereading your previous chapter. I I would
1: say that's very good, but you can't let yourself spend the whole day working on it. That's a Mm -hmm. danger. This is a tool for somebody who does not have the... the, a tool, this is a tool for somebody who has the revision problem, yeah. not for somebody who has the, right. uh, I finish the whole book and then yeah. I just yeah. move on. You, you,
0: know. c- you can always come back and fix it later. And you have to, it doesn't have to be perfect on the first try through. And
2: you've got to get that through your head because otherwise you'll never be able to finish anything. Mm-hmm. What we were you we, we yeah. talked earlier about uh, looking at your writing and realizing that you've wasted all this time writing something mm-hmm. horrible. Really when you think about it the only the only point at which that writing becomes wasted time is when you delete it. Yeah. Once it's gone you can't get it back. Yes, that's wasted time that you 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 wrote all that and maybe it was good and you don't know it. Yeah. But you, you got to take on it just until in case. you
1: set it aside for a while and look and, and then
2: that's, reread it. You know it. what mm-hmm.
1: that's not wasted time? That's like yeah. saying that the football team that plays a game well, that they granted, lost it's good for practice. Yeah. Yes. But and you know, I will say though, I I agree with Neil. This is a
0: completely different sort of concept. But um, most books, when I hit the three quarter point, I start to feel that this book is terrible, um, and I'm not sure what it is in myself. But I've had to teach myself to push through that three quarter point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not as worried about that three quarter point for most aspiring writers because if they're having troubles, they're oh probably gosh. having troubles. You yeah. got to the three quarter
1: yeah. point. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Um, I, I now- think for. Yeah, know that. Know that we all have a little bit of trouble at some point in there finishing yeah. up, and and, right. and now push through. Um, anyone got any final words?
0: Nope. I, I'm gonna say, just keep writing. You don't have to be perfect on the first try. Um, you know, Beethoven wasn't perfect at piano when he sat down to first play. Uh, you're not gonna be per- perfect at writing at the beginning. Don't worry about. The beginning chapters. I usually toss my first three chapters after I finish the book anyway. So, I do. <laughs> yep. I usually do. You've told us that. So yeah. keep writing. Finish something. Learn to finish something. All right, let's do a writing prompt. Howard, you got one for us this week?
1: Sure. Uh, this one's along the lines of a first line. A first line. Build a story off of this first line. Barry knew his mumbling was going to get him killed someday. Okay. This has been Writing Excuses. Join us next week.
3: This podcast is brought to you by Tor, a leading publisher of science fiction and fantasy. If you aren't familiar with Locus Magazine, they're a long-standing and respected website, magazine, archive, and resource for science fiction, fantasy, and horror. Basically, they're the industry magazine for our genre.